Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone. Or should I say, without the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone was unable to record today. It is a big week in AEW. It is Sting's last match, and it's happening this Sunday on pay per view. I'm so excited that I'm actually recording this on the morning of Sting's last dynamite, and I'm pumped. And I hope that you will be too. This has been fun talking about Sting's last match. I kind of don't want it to be here, but it'll be here before you know it. But I wanted to uh, put together a little bit of a throwback for you. What we've got is a little piece of a bonus action from the WHW Monday Patreon. Our pal Dave McClay, one of our low-key big hogs and OG, if you will. He selected this for us way back when. Yeah, we're going back 10 years in time to talk about two great factions. Hard to believe this was 10 years ago. The Wyatts versus the Shield from Elimination Chamber 2014. I remember this one like it was yesterday. Dave says, this might be one of the greatest six-man tag matches of all time. You'll see stars in this match who have gone on to have great singles careers. Also, I thought this would be a good way to honor the late, great Brody Lee, who's in this match as Luke Harper. At the time, these two factions were new, but the fans still loved them already. They just cheered for both teams. You'll see a lot of great technical wrestling as well as high-flying maneuvers. No wonder there was some debate online after this match if WWE should make a six-man tag belt. Thanks and enjoy. It is a great freaking choice. It is a sleeper match, and I agree with you, Dave. It might actually be... One of, if not the greatest six man tag in WWE history. Now that I'm actually thinking about that, I don't remember a better six man tag, right? Like when you get very specific and you say six man, that makes me think, yeah, this could be it. This might actually be the greatest six man tag of all time. And Tony, of course, had never seen it. Tony was not watching wrestling in 2014. I had just gotten back into it. I started casually paying a little more attention in 2012. I started watching on a more regular basis in 2013, and I was knee deep later that year. Uh, so this is fun for me because I'm getting to watch this back, a match that I really, really enjoyed, and I'm getting to watch it with, uh, with Tony for the very first time. And I think that's pretty cool. And I think it's pretty cool that 2024 is in full swing. And that means it's time for a new year's resolution check-in with our friends at manscaped newsflash. It's never too late to level up your grooming game and keep your bush tamed manscapes. New lawnmower 5.0 ultra is every man's cheat code to look good, feel good, and turn the page on confidence this year. Whether you're going for a trim or that clean shaven look, this trimmer has you covered trusted by over 10 million men worldwide. Now is your time to get a grip on your grooming. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use the promo code WHW for 20% off plus free shipping. The ball has dropped, but don't drop the ball on your balls. The MVP of 2024 is the fifth generation lawnmower from Manscaped. No, it's not just a trimmer. It's your grooming sidekick. It's got not one, but two skin safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. Think of it as like having a stylist at your fingertips or, well, wherever you need it. Did we mention it's also waterproof because a trim in the shower is the only way to start your day. And for the dudes who want the full grooming experience, 
Look no further than the Performance Package 5.0. Inside the grooming kit, you'll get the trusted lawnmower, the ear and nose hair trimmer, the essential aftercare products with the Crop Soother, Soother Ball Aftershave Lotion, and how about the Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant? Yeah, deodorant for your balls. I bet you didn't think you needed that. And as a gesture for the new year, they even throw in two free gifts, the Boxers 2.0 and the Shed 2.0 toiletry bag, because they know good and well, you're still rocking those boxers from high school. So let's face it. Resolutions might come and go, but a well-groomed Jew is here to stay. Thanks to manscaped get 20% off and free shipping with the code WHW at manscaped.com embrace a new you and definitely embrace a new trimmer. So that'll do it, boys and girls. Let's get going, man. I'm pumped. I can't wait for you to check out Elimination Chamber 2014. It's a little bonus action from the WHW Monday Patreon. Hear this bonus episode and a whole lot more. As a matter of fact, as I'm recording this, I'm recording two new bonus episodes tomorrow with Tony Schiavone. And I'm actually going to give you a little spoiler here. Let me pull this up live and I'm going to tell you exactly what we're doing. We're going to be talking about the episode of SmackDown with the rock and sock connection, taking on the undertaker and big show in a buried alive match. It happened on a SmackDown back in September of 1999. And we'll also talk about an episode of nitro where we've got sting wrestling DDP for the world title. This is going to be a lot of fun. Get that. And a whole lot more bonus over at patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. We do two pieces of bonus content each and every month at patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And here is a sample talking about 2014, one of the greatest six man tags there ever was. Here we go. Patreon subscribers are our friends. They stick with us through thick and thin. They're fond of the silly shit we do. If you don't like it, then screw you. We chat each Monday with video and have some fun, don't you know? And twice a month we'll settle in, do something special just for them. It's bonus podcast time. It's bonus podcast time. It's bonus podcast time. It's bonus podcast time. We'll watch the shows with you if you're Catholic, Protestant, or Jew. It's bonus podcast time. Can't think of anything else that rhymes. Let's talk with Dave McClay, our favorite mailman. At Stan- Dave, by the way, stands at eight foot seven and uh, the tallest mailman you'll ever find. And not only that, one of our great longtime loyal patrons here on Patreon. Dave, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Tony. I am actually at work right now as we speak. I'm really? talking to you inside a mail truck. Really? So so does your day run this long? And you and I are really talking at about 7.30 Eastern time right now as we're recording. So your day goes this long? Um, yeah, it does because we're so shorthanded and all the new employees quit. Yeah. So every day I'm pretty much doing my route and half of another route for overtime. So I'm working like eight, eight o'clock in the morning till eight thirty at night, wow. um, six days a week. Wow. Well, yeah. there, there's nothing like work ethic, Dave McClay, and you got it, buddy. Thank you for that. Uh, I got, I gotta have work ethic, you know, especially in this time. Yeah. Times are tough. Got to support my family. Yeah. And I just do what I have to do, you know, to support my family. And that's why I work so much. I wish I can be more involved with the Patreon stuff too, but work is, 
they're getting in the way a lot. So I'm really it. happy to do this, by the way. I get it. It's good to have you here, as always. Okay. So we're going to watch uh, the Wyatts against the Shield from Elimination Chamber 2014. Now, of course, we're late on posting this bonus podcast for August. And what you sent us was kind of a uh, a good way to honor the late great Brody Lee. You wrote that. And then, of course, later on after you wrote that, Bray Wyatt passes away. So uh, right. we're going to be honoring both Brody Lee and Bray Wyatt in this uh, Elimination Chamber from 2014, which was, uh, if I recall, one hell of a match. Talk about it. Well, uh, at this time, the Wyatt family and the Shield were two great new factions. Right. You know, and obviously they both went on to have great careers. And that's why I picked this match because I, not only because I thought it was a great way to honor Brody Lee, but because you watch this match, you see um, the Shield, which consists of, uh, Roman Reigns, right. uh, Dean Ambrose, who you know is John Moxley, yeah, and Seth Rollins. Right. And by the way, these three guys were named the top three wrestlers. I forget which wrestling list it was, but these three were named the top three wrestlers in yeah. the modern era. Right. And the Wyatt family was also a great fan. Now, like you were just saying, I put this out, and unfortunately, Bray Wyatt passed away. And I, I didn't know the time, so I thought it would be a great way to honor Bray and to really appreciate what these two teams brought to the table, especially like the Wyatt family and Bray Wyatt's character right. was one that a lot of wrestlers could try, I believe. And none of them pull off, can pull off the character. He was pretty much, I thought like the next undertaker, the next sure. great supernatural wrestler right. that you want to shake your head at right? because you believed in what everything he said. And, and it's just really unfortunate, but like, but like I said, this would be a great way to honor him and honor his family and also honor Brody B in this great six man tag match that actually sparked debate online about having what a WWE, what you call an AW trio, which right. is how great this match ended up being. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're right about Bray Wyatt. He was, uh, his character was a great story. It was great storytelling. You, you got involved in the character as much as you did a wrestler, much like the undertaker. And, uh, that's what made it very, very special. So, Obviously, uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, Wyndham Rotunda is going to be missed as well as, uh, John Huber, Brody Lee. So we're going to miss those guys because they were great performers. And this is going to show everybody how great a performers they were. So we're going to go back again and, uh, take a look at, at this match. And it's going to take us, uh, back at 2014. I can't believe it's almost 10 years ago, but it's going to be, uh, the Wyatts versus the shield from elimination chamber, 20. 14. Dave, you the man, buddy. It's good talking to you. I, I, you told me you uh, you were at ringside for Blood and Guts at uh, TD, uh, TD Garden. I'm sure you had a good time, right? Yep, one hell of a show. Yep. First time I ever sat front, front row at a wrestling event. All right. Um, I didn't get much camera time, which yep. is good because I'm kind of camera shy anyway. Okay. I sat like on the opposite ring. So the only time you actually would see me on camera was um, – when during the blind, actual blind guts match. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, yep. go, I'll go back and check it out. All right. We're going to take a look at a elimination chamber, a six man Wyatt's and the shield from 2014. Dave, always good talking to you. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, Tony. Uh, take care. Okay. All right, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. 
Shivani and Conrad Thompson. Jim Crockett for Starcade, 605 NWA, TV title, Cajun Omni, the Bunkhouse Stampede. Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express Tag Team, Turner, Bond, and Mid-South Joy World Championship Wrestling. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and Friends North, they win, look, Shivani's back again. World title split off, center stage, Bischoff, Disney, Hogan, and Nitro, New World Order, and The Crow. Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinnie Mac, Simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad, not your classy podcast. Watch a long try not to laugh, lowest rules can't pass. This wasn't the initial plan, Tom Ziggs a good looking man. Quandike Bill, make a chair. Tommy, come over here. What happened when? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring. And here's your co-host, Hey Hey. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With a little bonus action all up in that ass, and we couldn't do it without Daddy Ass 2.0, the most prolific scissorer in all of Marietta. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tony Schiavone. Tony, how are you, man? Uh, I know what you're getting at, because I've tried to scissor in the ring with the the acclaim before, and it kind of didn't work. I kind of missed the the mark, so to speak, <laughs> even though I, I am technically a mark. We, we all uh, are. We all are. Yeah, we all are. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's good to be with you. Uh, I'd like to uh, apologize for the delay of this August, <clears throat> a bonus show because, well, I just got freaking old. Well, well, here's what happened, Tony. You, you, you had the biggest wrestling show of all time and that took a lot of prep. And then as soon as you came back, you had another pay-per-view immediately. I don't know yeah. if, you know, people listening to this have the internet in their homes. I hope they do. Uh, yeah. there's been some, some talent relations stuff that took you away. Well, you're busy, man. We get it. You're busy, but you know what? Better late than never. We're excited because we've got not one, but two big bonus shows that we owe you for August. We're going to be delivering today. And of course, later this month, we'll knock out September, but we're watching something pretty special today, Tony. Our, our first bonus episode is the Elimination Chamber from 2014. And you might be saying to yourself, Self, what was so special about that show? Tony, this is the last WWE pay-per-view. How about that? Uh, run that one by me again. Yeah, so last- the very next day, they launched yeah. the WWE Network which would include all of the future premium live events. So this is the very last time that WWE fans clicked a button on their direct TV remote and sent 39.95 or whatever it was to their cable system. And, uh, of course, who better to watch on that show than the Wyatt family? Uh, they've certainly been a a hot topic for us lately in wrestling, which is reliving some of those great Bray Wyatt moments and they're taking on the shield. And who the hell did those guys ever beat? Roman Reigns, John Moxley, Seth yeah. Rollins. I don't know if this is going to work. Right. Uh, so join us, won't you? It's season five, episode one of the Elimination Chamber. It's Elimination Chamber 2014 from season five, episode one. And Tony, I think we're going to get started at 52 minutes and 21 seconds. That's 52 minutes and 21 seconds of season five, episode one, the Elimination Chamber. From 2014, it'll be the Wyatt family versus the shield. And Tony, as I understand it, 
you weren't even remotely interested in wrestling in this era. Is that right? No, I didn't give a damn about it. I was worried about uh, getting on the bus and <clears throat> going from <clears throat> uh, Gwinnett to Charlotte or Gwinnett to Durham or maybe taking a flight and sitting in the middle seat and coach in the back and going to like uh, Toledo or uh, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. That, wow. That's what I was doing. Yeah. I didn't even know Pawtucket was a real thing. I thought it was just something from Family Guy. Learn something new every day. No, it, it's real. Hey, I do want to – this is interesting uh, – in a way, Dave McClay has suggested this one. Dave's from Boston, Heck yeah. the Boston area, and he's our uh, longtime friend and and a mailman up there. He wanted to see this one. This is how this is how old it was. This is back in August eighth when he sent us this note that he wanted to see this match because he thought it would be a good way to honor the late great Brody Lee. Well, since that time and since that time he wrote that wow. right away, it has also passed away. So. We're honoring Brody and uh, Bray Wyatt as well. Super excited to, uh, to be watching this one, 52 minutes and 21 seconds. Uh, I think we're going to have the talking head sort of hype up this six man. We'll watch a little package explaining how we got here and then watch the match. Tony, I'm ready on my end. Are you ready on your end? I'm ready too. You ready? Here we go. In three, two, one play. Just a little bit, but coming up next. Which faction is the most dominant in all of WWE? Is it the Bizarre Wyatt family or is it the Shield? Is it follow the buzzards or believe in the Shield? It all got started when the Wyatt family cost the Shield a golden opportunity a few weeks ago on Monday Night Raw. Daniel Bryan looking to make a tag and he does. And here comes Cena. Is it weird for you to watch people that you know from 10 years ago before you knew them like Daniel Bryan and all these guys? Yeah, because they look different. They're obviously they're younger and just different. Time is such a funny thing because it's hard for me to imagine this is nearly 10 years old now. Yeah. But like if you and I were watching something from 1997 and then we went back and watched something from 1987, that feels like a lifetime, 87 to 97. Yes. But 2014 to now feels like, oh, it was a couple years ago. Right. I know. And I think the reason is, is because we're old. Yeah, we're old, but look, look at, look, look how John Moxley looks, look how young and he looks just completely different. Well, part of that is because he has Casio kids hairline and he could tell he was just pulling it towards the front and he gave up on that and he looks cooler because he did, I think. Yeah. And, and of course he hasn't, he doesn't bleed every, every match. (laughs) Like he does now. <clears throat> does, does he bleed but, every match or is that just something that people say? Well, he bleeds a lot. Of, I think some of the bleeding that, and we mentioned this on, on TV the other night, some of the bleeding comes from the fact that he has bled so much. Right. And he's got that scar tissue and you, and you know, it goes to the, you know, guys used to put, um, I remember guys used to put Vaseline on their head, on their foreheads back in the day. To stop the, the, the bleeding, the slap bleeding. Oh man. I thought they were using Neosporin. and they were using Vaseline too. Yeah, it was Vaseline. Yeah. Wow. You ever, um, rub Vaseline on the tip of your dick and shove it up, uh, an orifice. Cause I've heard people do that, but that feels like something from yesteryear. Like, I don't know anyone who's done that or do I? No, I, not that, <laughs> not that I'm aware of and, <laughs> yeah, me putting that in an orifice is. It's kind of like, uh, 
1987. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the most famous uh, rap diss tracks of all time. Uh, no Vaseline. But mm, yeah. Okay. So listen, there's uh, quite a package here uh, hyping okay. us on this uh, Elimination Chamber match. Let's track a few more seconds. Okay. Ray Wyatt, his little family, they're an illusion. The shield was born and bred for war. We don't experience fear, and we don't back down. Be careful inviting the devil in your backyard. He may just like it and decide to stay. What do you think of this? The call, you know, Sierra and Echo and all that. And then here comes the music. And down from the crowd they come. What do you think of that as an entrance, Tony? You like that? Uh, yeah. I think it's kind of been overdone. I guess because I've seen Moxley, you know, come through the crowd too. I mean, well, he was doing know, it here first, of I, course. Yeah. The Shield was, what did you think of The Shield? Now, of course, I was not familiar with them at all, but what did you think of them as a group? I mean, I thought it was a cool group. You know, I think a lot of people felt like they ended it too soon. I, I think you could argue that it worked out just fine. Yeah. You know, the Bloodline and John Moxley and Seth Rollins, right. it worked out. The, the, the purpose of The Shield was what? To shield against bad guys? Well, they called it, I mean, their nickname was the Hounds of Justice. But I wouldn't go so far as to say they were baby faces. Maybe they were looking for a comic book deal. I love you for that. <laughs> Could be, you know, everybody's kind of, everybody wrestling is looking for a deal. How about this white, uh, how about these white ropes and the white ring posts and everything? And, and Justin Roberts standing there, young Justin Roberts. It's crazy. You know, how small this wrestling world really is, is it not? Yeah, it is. Well, this show in and of itself uh, did a $700,000 gate. More than 11,000 fans were paying there. Uh, Mm -hmm. They announced attendance at 14,000 because, you know, WWE. Uh, And then the actual show itself, uh, batch one, was Goldust and Cody Rhodes taking on Ryback and Curtis Axel. Um, Number two was... Big E over Jack Swagger. Number three was the New Age Outlaws retaining the tag titles over the Usos. That's Road Dog and Billy Gunn. We got Titus O'Neil pinning his former tag team partner, Darren Young. And then in the next match, and they're going to go 22 minutes and 39 seconds here, and what Meltzer called a show stealer uh, is the six men we're watching. He says the crowd was chanting, This is awesome before the lockup. Then there were dueling chants. Rollins worked a phenomenal match. Lots of compliments. Ultimately, he gives it four and a quarter stars. Wow. And how about these, man? Like, just entrances. I think you could argue two of the coolest. You know, the guys coming down from the crowd, and then the rocking chair and the lantern. It's different. 
if if the fans are chanting this is awesome before the lockup means the fans have bought into all of this the all these theatrics and everything. All the suspense, all the build up to the match, which is cool, right? Yeah. I mean these both of these factions had some uh some momentum. Yeah. Did you ever see Mayor Kingstown? I did. Yeah, of course Eric was in that. Big Eric the Red. He had a a spot in that. If that I, is- I kinda forgot I forgot that Eric Rowan was in that, but I think I remember. Yeah. Let's track a few seconds here and see what we can okay. we can pick up. So here we go. The big, this is awesome champ before the guys are even all the way in the ring. And yeah. all right, listen up. We've got great news. We're excited to announce a new affiliate partnership with fanatics and the WWE shop. It's an easy way to support your favorite podcast shop, official WWE gear and apparel by using our special URL shop That's shop Or if you're watching along with us on YouTube, just hit that QR code that's up on the screen right now. And check out the description below for the link. We'll have it up on all of our socials as well. But you can shop with confidence for your favorite WWE superstar tees, hoodies, caps, championship belts, and more with the WWE shop. And don't forget to use our special link, shopwrestlingmerch.com. Not only do we get some great deals and some great swag, but it's also an easy way to support the show. That's shopwrestlingmerch.com. Tony, as you and I are recording on a Friday morning here, September 15th, the WWE layoffs have already begun. Really? Yep. My phones are ringing. Uh, throw uh, out some names. You got some names? Uh, no, it's office people so far. Oh, office people. Okay. It's, uh, just based on the time zone. It's eight 14 here central. So nine 14 Eastern and people wow. in the London office already getting their notices. Oh, wow. There you go. Just got another text from someone, uh, in the business who helps cover the news. I shouldn't say their name, but he says today's going to be ugly. Isn't it? It's pretty crazy, man. You know, we're watching, this is the first time you and I have spoken since, uh, TKO has been a thing and the merger is official with WWE and UFC. And how ironic that we're watching the last traditional pay-per-view. I mean, yeah, it is, you know, change is inevitable, right? I don't, uh, I don't want to sound like a, uh, a man of the people, (laughs) right? I don't know where I'm, I know where I'm going with this, but, uh, isn't it kind of, if you're employed by a company, and you get laid off in the face of somebody walking away 15 million, wouldn't you be really pissed off? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. That's the world of big business, buddy. <clears throat> it's, uh, big I hate it. Yeah. I hate it too. How many layoffs? Uh, what's the number of layoffs they uh, people are predicting, or or they predict? Are they predicting? I heard forty percent. Forty percent. That's what I heard. I, I I hope that's not real. I heard another number that said one hundred and fifty folks. Okay, is that just on the WWE side, or is it on the other side too? 
I would imagine forty percent encompasses both sides. One hundred and fifty, I would imagine, had WWE email addresses that will no longer work at the end of the day. Okay. There you go. Hey, what'd you think of the PWI five hundred that came out? Did not see it. Well, it's you know, out. It's it, out, Daddy. It, Number one is Seth Rollins. Number two okay. is uh, Roman Reigns. Uh huh. Number three is a guy named John Moxley. Really, and the Shields one, two, and three. Yep. Wow, no, Seth Rollins being number one, huh? Number three is, uh, or sorry, number four is Gunther. Number five is El Hijo de Vikingo. Yeah. Number six is MJF. Huh. Number seven is Okada. Number eight is Orange Cassidy. Number nine is Josh Alexander. Number 10 is Cody Rhodes. Number 11, Sonata. Number 12, Claudio Castagnoli. Mm-hmm. Number 13, Carmelo Hayes. Number 14, Samoa Joe. Number 15, Masha Slamovich. Number 16, Brian Danielson. Number 17, Will Ospreay. Number 18, Alexander Hammerstone. Number 19, Bobby Lashley. Number 20, Trey Miguel. Kenny Omega is number 25. Wow. Adam Page is number 28. Huh. I, um. Darby Allen is 49. Okay. Who's number five zero? Edge. Okay. Saw a sign uh, the other night. Can't remember where it was. Uh, it was probably our last show uh, that I did, uh, which would have been Cincinnati, as you and I are talking. It said to sign Edge. Is Edge uh, at the end of his contract? Yep. Yeah. Common belief in WWE is that he will be working for AEW any day now. Oh, okay. WWE even moved him off of their roster on their website and put him into miscellaneous once uh, that news broke, but he did a video about a month ago saying that he had a contract extension offer in his inbox, but he didn't know what he was going to do. I, for one, hope he finishes his career in AEW. He's had an opportunity to come back. They didn't do much with him. Uh, he did get, uh, stacked up like lumber, like kindling, yeah. uh, with, with Brian Danielson against Roman Reigns and the main event of a WrestleMania. And he had what was promoted as being the greatest wrestling match of all time between him and Randy Orton that went about three and a half days at the pandemic WrestleMania. Yeah. But other than that, they didn't really do a ton. You know, he had that fabulous return at the Royal rumble that nobody expected, but I, for one would love to see him and Christian retire together as a tag team in AEW. I'd love to see them in the Hardys one last time. I'd love to see them in the young bucks for the first time ever. I'd love to see them in FTR for the first time ever. I just think it would be really cool to see those guys finish their career together. I know they both had great singles careers, but they'll always be edge and Christian to me. Right. We've got some pretty good action going on here in the ring. Holy smokes. Outstanding. Look at how great Luke Harper is. Yeah. He can sell man. I think, I think this was the highest rated match on the show. I mean, Meltzer even called it a show stealer. 
Right. It's pretty remarkable what these guys have been able to do, you know? I know. It's so crazy, too, to think, you know, you and I have watched so much old wrestling, and we'd say, man, isn't it hard to believe that this guy and this guy and this guy are no longer with us? Yeah. And we think, you know, the, the business is so different now. Like, the drugs and alcohol are not nearly as rampant as they once were. I mean, it is a much different industry now. The schedule's a lot different. Just the personalities are a lot different. The guys are more likely to play video games than go out to the bars now. Right, and we still right. lost two guys super, super early, and neither were due to drugs or alcohol. You know, they were just something? medical. It's, it's crazy. Right. Who would have thought? You know, you know what I'm noticing here? John Moxley works differently. Oh, yeah. Now than he used to. He's working that WWE style, baby. Yeah, he's not like, I mean, like now he's like this, you know, come on, hit me, you know, rough and rugged. And and he's doing a lot of flopping around here that seems seems to be not what he does now. Well, they required selling. <laughs> Seriously, like WWE developmental, and that's where all these guys were coming up from. Right. They were coming up from FCW and NXT. Literally right. everyone in the ring was just there. Right. I think they all came up in 2013. Yeah. I really think. And of course, uh, you think, um, developmental is so, is so essential. Well, I was told that the P and L for where NXT looks a lot like the WBF. So I'm saying, I'm, Uh, I'm saying that to say. Okay. Changes. Okay. What's WBF? Remember when Vince tried to do a bodybuilding federation that couldn't make money if it fucking tried? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it just started losing money and it never stopped losing money. Uh, So you're saying the NXT is is leaving? No, no. I'm I'm saying NXT, the TV show, will continue. But Uh that PC and having 200 wrestlers. Yeah. Under contract, hoping one day they make it. Yeah. That that's that's probably over. Yeah. And thus that's where ninety percent of wrestlers live now, Orlando. Yeah. Well, gonna be a lot of people putting in notices with apartment communities over the next week, I'd guess. Wow. It's gonna be interesting to see, you know. I mean, I for one don't want anyone to lose their job. I think that's just terrible. I'm not rooting for that at all. But I hope that a lot of the infrastructure that WWE has in place, like their office staff, the the behind-the-scenes staff, I hope a lot of those folks who were tenured folks who would probably normally never consider leaving WWE just based on their longevity there, I hope they at least get a shake with AEW because you know AEW is still a growing company, still a very young company. So to be able to pick up some veteran talent behind the scenes – could be a big value add for AEW, and I hope that those folks find a soft spot to land. And I hope that some of the folks who, uh, if if my guess is correct, that there's going to be a lot of developmental wrestlers who are now no longer getting a WWE check. I hope that becomes a big net positive for the independents. Yeah, the the, the guys who really want to continue to pursue their dreams, maybe they can get out there on the indies 
paint outside the lines a little bit, pick up some steam with the impacts and the MLWs and all the other independents that are out there, the GCWs and so on and so forth. Hmm. I was, I was pals with, uh, Arn Anderson. I'm a friend of Arn Anderson around this time. And he told me in his opinion, Luke Harper was the most underrated guy on the main roster. Really? He said, if you just watch the way he puts together matches and he said, I've seen him on the house shows. It is a different match. Every time he is switching it up every time guys get into a rhythm and a pattern and they do a combination of moves together. You know, like we all used to see Bret Hart, you know, he'd know, we'd know a Russian leg sweep elbow from the second corner. You had just, you know, three or four moves in sequence. You would do it every time. And, yeah. and Arn said, Luke didn't do that. Luke could go out there and switch it up every time. It's a little different every time. And he could really flop around for a big man. He had a singles I, I match that. in a ladder against, uh, Dolph Ziggler. Me and you need yeah. to watch sometime. Okay. Of course, uh, not everybody knows this, but the real life Brody Lee, the man portraying Luke Harper here was like best of friends with AEW's Chris Harrington. They super, right. They're both from Rochester, New York. Super tight. Yeah. Yeah, I know when he passed away how, well, a lot of people took it hard. We all took it hard, uh, but especially Chris Harrington did. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I've got a visitor here. Is Scout in the room? Yeah. The latest member of the Shivani household, ladies and gentlemen, Scout making his podcast debut. Can you make Scout make any noise? No, Scout. What's up, sweetie? It's a girl. Oh, hey. sorry. That's okay. What you, what you do? Oh yeah, no tallywhacker. No, no tallywhacker. Hey, Scout, you good girl. Scout's a hell of a name for a girl dog. Scout sounds like a boy dog name, Tony. Well, talk to Lois about that. I'm not complaining. Me, yeah, no. Here, here's where it came from. Scout was the girl, a girl, the girl in To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, okay, cool. That's okay. That's cool. Yeah, so that's where it came from. So we argued. I wanted to call her Princess Leia because we got a Chewy. Oh wow, well, I like right. that. Could have yeah. called her Princess or Leia. Yeah, I know. Well, so. ma- maybe maybe one of these dogs will get your way. <laughs> Man, Eric Rowan with that scoop slam on Seth yeah. Rollins, he picked him up like a damn baby. Yeah, this I, I can see why this is a four plus star match. This is this is really uh, this is really well done. I also like the don't know if I like it, but some. Really funky camera work in this one. I guess they still do that now. Where a lot of times on a spot they'll zoom in real fast. Yeah. I don't know if you, you know, it's, I don't know if you noticed that or not, but I guess they 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 do a lot of that now. On some of these, uh, just the camera work is different, you know. Um, man, look at that. Would you want to wrestle in a coverall like Eric Rowan or no? What's that? You Like the outfit, the coverall that he's wearing there. Yeah. To me, it looks like he's getting ready to work on your car. I mean, I think that's, what's cool though. I think I'd, that'd be a fun deal to wrestle in. It might be pretty comfortable. That's what I mean. Other things. Yeah. I mean, I'm look, look at what the shield's wearing. I mean, they got to wear like these combat boots and 
right. all this technical gear. They got to be sweating their ass off. Right. Versus Eric Rowan. I mean, you think he's free balling under there? I probably so. Well, I don't know. You know, you can't free ball. Why not? Because you, you take a bump and those things just bang around and you're going to be in bad shape. Well, so your cock and nuts fall out. That's the worst case, right? Yeah. Right. What's wrong? What's wrong with that? Yeah, maybe so. You know, when I go in the ring to do interviews, it's really difficult to go through those ropes because of my balls. Really? You got big balls getting in the way? No, I just old man balls drooping. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, I yeah. hadn't, that's a phenomenon that hadn't hit me yet. Yeah. It'll, it'll happen to you. Now, did they, does yours used to hang tight and now they're, now they got some hang time on them or what was that yeah. like? Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. When do you, how old do you think you are when the hang time really starts to get noticeable? I think it's in your sixties. Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. Cause you just step through the ropes and I here, I, I like Bray Wyatt, how he does where he holds his head and turns away. Like he's having some sort of mental breakdown before he throws himself into the corner. Like all that, man. See, you see that camera work right there on yes. that, uh, that pick of the slam. That's, that's very unique. Your boy, Mike so, may have been, uh, helping with this back then. Oh, I'm sure he, I'm sure he was. He's, uh, he's a very special production guy. One of the nicest humans I've met yeah. in the business too. I know. And so few of us. Uh, guys, we all know that competence can take you far in life. That's especially true in the bedroom, especially when it's time to step up to the plate. And that's where Blue Chew comes in. We've been talking about Blue Chew for, wow, since WHW was created. That's because Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets. And here's the key, at a fraction of the cost. It's very simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part? It's done online. So no visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew tablets made right here in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. Have better sex. We've got a special deal for our listeners as we come to you from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code WHW at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code WHW to receive your first month for free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew, as always, for sponsoring What Happened When. I saw um, Moxley did an interview recently where he said that he had a doctor tell him he had the arthritis of a 70-year-old man. Wow. And he said that was a year or two ago, so now it's a 72-year-old man. I don't move very well in the mornings, but thank God shows are at night, and by then I'm pretty loosened up. Yeah. And we're watching him do all this crazy shit from 10 years ago. I just, I, I wonder sometimes, uh, 30 years from now, what, what the condition of these kids are going to be like. I really do. I mean, we talk about a bump card and we just, they're just, 
your body just can't take all these bumps, man. They just, it just can't. Right. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's Darby Allen going to be? Holy shit. The crazy things that he does and the pain that he suffers all the time. And Oh, look, wow. Roman Reigns, a hell of an athlete, isn't he? Dude, you I mean, know what's crazy is he up. played D-line at Georgia Tech. Yeah. I mean, he, he used to be in your city, and you couldn't be running around promoting him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and the dogs always ran over him, but that's okay. It's just the way it was back then, and still is today. The most famous uh, Georgia football player that became a wrestler is Goldberg, right? Yeah, right. And so, and I guess Bray Wyatt's probably the most, the most famous Troy football player from Troy University in Alabama. Okay. I guess and, so. And I guess Roman Reigns is Georgia Tech's. Yep. Did Alabama have a, uh, a kid that went on to wrestle? Yeah. His name was Bobby Eaton, but I think no, he no, did I, good to no, finish talking, middle school. <laughs> University of Alabama. No, well, no, no. We just, we they, they, they just go on to play football. God. See how he landed on. Oh, here we go. Look at the, listen to the crowd. Listen to the crowd. The big double down, man. Mm-hmm. How about Seth Rollins going over the top, dude? And look how he lands. He lands on the shoulders. God, he lands on the shoulders of John. It's been said that, uh, you know, Seth has a lower back problem. He's got some, uh-huh. some lower vertebrae that are giving him real trouble. They're cracked and yeah, he's not sure how much longer he's going to be able to do this either. Yeah. Well, doesn't surprise me. Hey, you know what? It, it's dangerous there, but I've discovered that it's a much better place to call it, man. I, I like the uh, the collision setup, which is now our our pay per view setup for announcers, better than like where we are in the back, during dynamite. But of course, there's always a chance, especially when John Moxley's around, like he is right there, uh, that you're going to get uh, in, involved in the action, so to speak. Have you seen, uh, the wrestlers on OVW yet? Uh, I mean on Netflix yet? No, I haven't either, but I, I'm hoping to watch some this weekend. What, what's it called? The wrestlers it's called the wrestlers. It's about OVW, Al snow and Matt Jones, friend of the show, uh, big, yeah. uh, Kentucky radio guy who you probably know, know him very well. Well, yeah. he, uh, he supposedly is running OVW at a $30,000 a month deficit. Wow. Yeah. And where's the money coming from? His radio empire. Okay. He's got a big radio empire. I know, but that's, it's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for, for a guy. It's not, doesn't have a major corporation behind him. Look at this. Just 
the old school monitors, man. Just let's take it and just fucking throw them away. Just yank, yank, yank. I don't I'm want anybody that, to fall on those old school monitors. Can you yeah. imagine how bad that would hurt? Yeah, and it's amazing how the monitors have changed, but it's just it's not good. It's I guess the WWE and everybody knew what they were gonna do, but they just they just uh, so they got uh they got Seth Rollins now isolated here. And let's see what the big guys are going to do. They're going to jump off one freaking table to another one. How about that shit? Do you know the uh, the collision table uh, does not collapse like that? Yeah, it is really a it is really a dangerous piece of furniture for guys to wrestle on. <laughs> What a fun <laughs> sentence. That's a dangerous piece of furniture right here. It is. It's, it's got uh jagged. It just, I look at this sometime and I, I even told the guys when I first saw the, the guys who, you know, do setup for us. Yeah. I said, we need, we need padding around these corners. Someone's going to get impaled. That's kind of my job at talent relations. Just suggest stupid shit. Like we need padding around these corners. The guys are going to get impaled or we need pizza for the guys at night. They're hungry. You know, just, just mom shit. That's my job. Hell of a match guys. These guys are really working hard. An excellent suggestion. I'm glad that you get to see this and yeah. it's a fun little trivia note. That uh, this is the last traditional pay-per-view. Yeah, I know. Luke Harper on his knees. Here comes the tag. Let's track it. To you, Bray Wyatt. Indeed. Do your worst. Roman Reigns about to become look, the... Look, look, look at this. Look at this. The sacrifice for the Wyatt family. Ray Wyatt with Roman Reigns left in the ring. Sister Abigail's kiss. Whoa, whoa. Reigns powering out. Roman Reigns powering out. Here comes the big man of the shield. He's got life in him, guys. Headbutt by Bray Wyatt. But Reigns is still in it. Again, Roman Reigns showing signs of life. Oh, no. To the summer drop, and here comes Reigns. And there goes Luke Harper. Target center. Roman Reigns measuring Bray Wyatt. And Luke Harper gets speared. Bray Wyatt exploding in a rage. Here we go. What'd you think of that finish? The uh the sister Abigail. Do you like that move as a move? Yeah, it's okay. It's just, it's another move, right? That you talk about and you see and you put it over and 
How about the White family going over here? Huh? Yeah. You know, I mean, he's getting ready for John Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, this is late February, so they they had to have Bray go over here to get ready for Cena. Right, right. Listen to the look at the crowd. An incredible match. It's a cool vibe, man. Let's go back and look at what happened to Dean Ambrose there. He battled Bray Wyatt all around ringside. And then, oh. Will they fight out and? And then that was I don't know what Bray Wyatt did to him out in the crowd, but that was the last we saw of Dean Ambrose. Yeah, that was it. Last week, I thought I thought the same thing. We never never saw Moxley again after this. Rollins landed right on the back of his neck. He's still down. And look at this. Rollins was the only one left. By the way, this is uh, one month after CM Punk quit WWE. Wow. It's uh, it's it's interesting the way wrestling moves and ebbs and flows. Change is inevitable. So his run in the WWF was like early 2000s to mid 2000s, something was, like that. It was like, uh, I think he signed in, in Oh five, the summer of Oh five. Okay. So had, we'll just round up and call it the beginning of Oh six to the beginning of 2014. Okay. So about eight, eight nine years. years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, boys and girls, that'll do it for us on a very special bonus edition of what happened when watching a little elimination chamber, 2014 paying homage as much as we can to uh, Brody Lee and Bray Wyatt. And kind of interesting that this was the last traditional pay-per-view, but we're not done. Tony, as I understand it, we've got something from the attitude era on deck. So stay tuned. We've got one more piece of bonus action all up in that ass coming your way right here on what happened when. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson here to tell you a little more about what adfreeshows.com is all about. Get early ad-free access to more than a dozen of your favorite wrestling podcasts every single week, starting at just nine bucks. That's less than 20 cents an episode each month. And yes, you can listen to them all directly through Apple podcasts or your regular podcast apps. How easy is that? Ad-free shows also has thousands of hours worth of bonus content and docu-series like Title Chase, Eric Fires Back, Conversations with Conrad, and The Insiders. Plus new series like The Book with David Crockett, Monday Mailbags with Mike Kyoto and Nick Patrick, and a whole lot more. And you want to talk about early? You can't get any earlier than listening to the shows live. You can be a part of the live studio audience as we record the podcast. Plus, ride shotgun alongside your favorite childhood heroes for live watch-alongs, Q&As, and other interactive experiences every single month. Come on now, see for yourself what thousands of other wrestling fans from around the world have discovered. That adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling. Check it out today, and hey, when you do, the first week is completely free. Adfreeshows.com.